Hello, I'm Pastor Daniel Flukey. Welcome to the Sermon Podcast from Christ the King and Living Hope Lutheran Churches. We are congregations of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Port Washington and Saukville, Wisconsin. We believe God's love is for you. Here's our message for this week. Grace to you and peace from the one who was, who is, and who is to come, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So I don't want to complain too much on Christmas, but I want you to know that as somebody relatively new to this congregation, this is my first Christmas Eve here, selecting music for the Christmas Eve service is incredibly challenging. Because trust me, as the new pastor in a community, you do not want to screw up somebody's Christmas tradition by not singing the right songs. But there are dozens, literally dozens of Christmas carols in our hymnal. And we also don't want the service to go for about three or four hours. And there's no way we can fit all of them in one service. And so I thought, we'll just sing the important ones. We'll just sing the best ones, the essential ones. And it turns out people have different opinions about which ones are the essential ones and the best ones. Of course, we have wonderful offerings of special music as well. Thank you to the choir and the bell choir. We have decisions about traditional or modern arrangements. Thank you to all of our worship leaders. And I love Christmas music. But it is a challenge to fit everything in the service. One I debated, I I woke up this morning with Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer in my head. We're not singing that one. But I did (laughs) debate, aw, thank you. (laughs) I did debate the next one quite a bit, because the next carol we're going to sing is, What Child Is This? And personally, I love this one. I'm just not sure if it should have made the cut over Angels We Have Heard on High or some of the other ones, Little Town of Bethlehem. But I chose to include it, because I think it's one of the most honest Christmas carols that we have. What Child Is This is the only one that we're singing tonight that ends in a question mark. And for some reason, they didn't put the question mark in the hymnal. They don't put punctuation in the titles. But it ends with a question mark, right? And I think that question mark, what child is this, is honest. Because this story brings up some questions, at least for me. The way God is acting here doesn't make sense. For centuries, there had been prophets predicting a Savior from God will come to rescue God's people, but no one expected God to come in person. And if God did come into the world, no one anticipated God arriving like this. This story is both too ordinary and too messy. Born as a human. Human birth is not a nice, neat, clean, pleasant process. Birth to an unwed mother who can't find a room to stay for the night is even worse. The Christmas story has a lot of rough, messy edges. This is not how you'd expect God to act if we didn't know the story already. And maybe it's not hard to connect with the question mark in the carol because we all have questions this afternoon, or at least I do, and I don't think I'm alone. We have questions about what the future holds for us. What if I'm not doing what God's calling me to do? Will I be a good parent? What about to another child? How do I take care of my grandkids? How do I move on from a tragedy? Do I belong here? Is the job offer going to come through? Some of the questions are more immediate. There's a lot in the bulletin. Are we going to be done in time to get to grandma's for dinner? And some of the questions are deeper about faith. How do I find out what God wants me to be doing? Is God 
paying attention to me, listening to my prayers? What about when I don't pray? What if I'm not sure I believe at all? Is there room for me at God's table? How does a child born 2,000 years ago help with any of our questions today? And the truth is, no one in the Christmas story, none of those figures down there, really truly understand what child this is. Joseph just knows the child is biologically not his, and he lives out his faith by trusting the angel's explanation that's from the Holy Spirit. Mary knows what the angel told her, that this baby is the Son of God who will save God's people from their sins, but there's an awful lot of details missing from that explanation. The shepherds in the fields, all they know is that some angels said the Messiah has been born. What might that mean for them? Herod, the king, sees this child as a threat to his power, which is true, but not in the way that he thinks it is. The magi from the east that we'll hear about in a few weeks, they have no idea what sort of king they're looking for. The only way that you and I know the answer to that question, what child is this, is because we know the rest of the story. We have the Holy Spirit nudging us toward faith, and so we know that this baby born in Bethlehem does not stay a baby in a manger. Verse 2 of the song is going to talk about that, nails and a spear piercing him through, dying on a cross. Even the biblical writers sometimes struggle to express who exactly Jesus is. They use all kinds of poetic language to explain. They talk about him being the light of the world, the alpha and the omega, the first and the last. He's the great high priest, the conquering king, the one seated at God's right hand. He's the eternal word present at creation. We'll hear that passage in a little bit. He's the Lord of lords, the king of kings. And most importantly, this child is Emmanuel, God with us. And it won't be fully revealed until Easter, but again, we know the rest of the story. Jesus will rise from the dead, and so we know the answer to the question, what child is this? This child sleeping on Mary's lap is our Savior, the Messiah, God with us. This is Christ the King. As verse 2 of the hymn will ask, why lies he in such mean a state? Why is he in this situation, in this mess? Why does God choose to come this way through the messiness of birth? Why does God come into a world with no room? The answer is out of love. God loves us. God loves you enough to refuse to leave us alone. Jesus comes into this world to experience what we experience, to come into our world and endure the worst pain and shame and humiliation, the worst that this world can offer, and to put it to death on the cross, and then to rise again so that we can have new life. Jesus chooses to endure those nails to show us how far God will go for us out of love. And as people for centuries have wrestled with these questions of who Jesus is for us, there's two traps, two mistakes that people seem to fall into. And one error that people make is by saying that, yeah, God is with us, but, you know, just like mostly with us. God 
came in disguise as a human, sort of like an undercover boss situation. God came to check in on us and appears to be a baby, appears to experience pain. It looks like he dies on the cross, but you know, God would never actually do that, right? So that's one error. But I think for most of us today, the hard part is not accepting that Jesus was a full human being. It's not hard to believe he was a real flesh and blood human child. The hard part for most of us, the mistake that I suspect we are more likely to make, is by thinking that Jesus was only a human being. A pretty great guy, the most important moral teacher in all of history, but at the end of the day, a human, not God. And yet, the scriptures, the angels' testimony, the rest of Jesus' life, most importantly, the empty tomb, all demonstrate this baby is no mere mortal. We need the whole story to answer the question of who Jesus is. Not just Christmas, but we need Christmas and Good Friday and Easter. Not just the baby in the manger, but the host at the table giving himself for us. The king on the cross. God with us. Because the answer is, this child is God with us. The word made flesh. 100% human and 100% God, all at once. Christmas means the creator of the cosmos has entered into creation so that you and I can know God. This child is the testimony of God's love, the answer to all of our questions. Our creator has not left us alone. God has come to dwell with us, to live among us. God's light breaks into even the darkest shadows of our lives. And you and I are called to respond like those in the story who we'll hear about in the carol as well. We are called to bring our gifts to Jesus, to turn over our lives to him. Let loving hearts enthrone him. That's why we're here today, to praise God, to give thanks for what God has done being born among us. We are called to worship, to raise the song on high. We're called to live our lives knowing, trusting, believing that God is with us. Knowing that whatever we go through, God understands. Because God has come to live as one of us. God has chosen to be on our side. So if you are stuck on that question mark today, wondering what child is this, wondering why this child matters, hear the good news of Christmas. God is with you. God knows you. And God loves you. Let's sing number 296, What Child Is This? Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. To learn more about the ministries of Living Hope and Christ the King, to ask for prayer, or to make a donation to support the work we are doing in Ozaki County, you can visit our websites at livinghopesockville.org or ctkport.org, or click the link in the show notes to find us online or on social media. May God bless you, and we hope you'll join us again soon.